0: A Weekend with Jason Dacey replay from Money FM
1: 89.3. This is Wild World on Money FM 89.3 with me, Jason Dacey, alongside Neil Humphreys, and our special guest today, Colette Wong, the Fox Sports Asia. Broadcaster, Colette, This is a, a segment in which we discuss the wild and wacky from the world, whether it's the weather, whether it's animals, whether it's natural and unnatural phenomenon. Ooh. And you being a big uh, dog fan uh, and big dog lover I've seen from your social media posts, we thought we'd talk about dogs as pets uh, because my daughter desperately wants a dog, Mm -hmm. whereas Neil's daughter desperately doesn't Doesn't. want a dog.
2: So she just doesn't like animals.
0: It's the weirdest thing. I was talking to Jason about this in the week. I'm a huge animal lover. I'm a big eco-environmentalist. I write books about it, vegetarian, all the rest of it. So even when I was... My daughter was six months old and I had her strapped to my chest and we were going into the Australian mountains showing her koalas and kangaroos and echidnas and platypuses and all these things. As you do. As you do. And then when she came back here, my daughter's seen uh, snakes. She's seen monitor lizards. She's seen wild boars. Most of the wild animals we have in Singapore, otters and so on, terrified, Colette, of cats and dogs. You couldn't make it up, could you? So she's she's okay (laughs) with the reptiles. No problem. She's seen – at the Serangoon River, she's seen – You know, a meter long monitor lizards climbing up trees. And what is she
2: going chasing after them?
0: I've taken her to Sungai Below uh, Nature Reserve at Kranji and she's counted crocodiles that she can see wild and she's pointed them out to amateur photographers on the boardwalks. And there's a, (laughs) a, there's a boya in Malay. There's one, there's one, there's one. But if she sees a dog, she's a a kitten, runs a mile. So I've got this weird phenomenon where. If a dog barks, she's off. She's Usain Bolt. She's wow. off down the street. Yeah, interesting. It's not because I'd like to get a dog.
1: <laughs> well, call it tell me about your family and dogs because it seems to be a very big part of your family.
2: Okay, so we have a Singapore special. Her name is Lucy. We got her about three years ago from a um, uh, pet shelter called SOSD. I think that stands for Save Our Street Dogs. Yes, it does. Um, So I've got two kids, a boy and a girl, and they've always wanted a dog or a cat or some kind of pet so that they could look after and and pet and cuddle and things like that. So we had been to adoption drives a few times. um, And then one rainy Sunday afternoon, we didn't know what to do. We said, oh, let's go and have a look at this adoption drive with no intention of, Mm. of adopting a dog. But guess what? we ended up adopting a dog. Uh, She came with uh, a brother. So it was Lucy and Linus from Peanuts. We were going to adopt the pair of them because Linus was the alpha male brother. Lucy was the terrified younger sister. And she didn't go anywhere without her brother. She Mm -hmm. was always cowering behind him. And they were only about uh, I'm seven, eight weeks old at this point. So the people who are running the adoption drive said, you know, you should really take both of them because, you know, Lucy will probably have a hard time without her mm-hmm. brother Linus. And for the longest time we said, yes, we'll take the pair of them. And I started to do my research and they said it's actually quite difficult for somebody who adopts a pair Uh, Of dogs, twins, twins Mm. from the same litter because, well, first of all, it's a lot of hard work. And second of all, um, it's hard to train them. Mm. Together, the two of them. Together, Mm. yes. So we had to make the decision. I said, no, just one dog. We're not going to take the both of them. So we had to decide, do we take Lucy mm. or Linus? And uh, my daughter decided to take Lucy because she felt that it would have been easier to find a home for Linus because he was, you know, the normal mm. big strapping mm. dog, you know, mm. who's very energetic. Whereas Lucy was very skittish. She'd hide under tables mm. and she'd hide hide under people. And so we took Lucy. And so that's the story how of how we that? got Lucy three years ago. Okay, mm. I'm
0: glad you mentioned uh, the shelter there. I know that shelter. There's a number of shelters in, in Singapore yeah, that does good work. I've got friends of mine who volunteer there and doesn't get that. I'm glad you brought it up because it doesn't get sometimes the publicity or the support they yeah. deserve. As you know, Colette, and I've written about this in my books and columns, there's an unfortunate love-hate relationship with dogs in Singapore mm. as opposed to the West where they treat their dogs better than they treat their wives and husbands. <laughs> that's not a joke. Sounds that's like my, uh, that's uh, my true. family. That, that's actually <laughs> true in the West. No, I won't. Well, yeah, it's absolutely true. Whereas here, a bit of a love-hate thing we have generally with wildlife, particularly now because... extensive redevelopment in places like Pongal, Mm. Tampanese, North. These are areas where traditionally the families of of stray dogs have lived happily for 10, 20 years. There was packs of them in in Coney Island, for example. And then, of course, they come out because of the redevelopment. So what I think happens is, and this is why my daughter, I think, has a phobia. When you're not around them all the time, Mm. as you are in the West, Mm. everybody has a dog in England, everybody. So you grow up with them. Here, you don't see dogs that often. And on the few occasions that my daughter does see them, it's often in the wild when I take her out to Coney Island or oh, whatever. Oh, is that right? And she'll see the odd stray dog. So she gets the apprehension. I think it's so important that we change that mindset in yeah, Singapore, that yeah. they're not pests. Some people they almost see them as pests. They yes. want to call pest control yes. if they're dealing with cockroaches or mm, rats. You know? yes. mm. Very different mindset, I think, yeah. in, in Singapore. Well,
2: I mean, this organisation, Save Our Street Dogs, they are run by a group of volunteers. Mm, you know, and every weekend a bunch of them will go out to these sites in Punggol and Pasiris, mm. you know, mm. where a lot of stray dogs are. And of course, a lot of them are adult dogs, so nobody is going to adopt an adult dog. Mm. So they just they leave them there That's to stray, right. to roam, which is fine. Mm. What they do is they, they try to neuter these dogs mm. so that they don't reproduce and you're, you're not going to get, you know, like a colony of stray dogs. And they also take, unfortunately, their puppies and try to find them mm. homes. So... Save Our Street Dogs has a group of foster parents as well who will take in these street dogs and look after them. But what they're looking for is forever homes. You know, people who mm, will yeah. adopt them forever. And they have a very strict criteria. They will interview you. They're not just gonna wow, let them good. go to any, you know, that's Tom Decker Harry who wants to adopt a dog. Mm. Before they let any dogs go, they'll mm-hmm. come over to your apartment, they will help you um uh, they'll they'll tell you what you need, uh, what accessories you need to buy, and they will take you through the entire process. So they're not just trying to dump dogs, puppies, mm. off on anybody who will say, I'll have a dog. No, you have to go through a very strict interview. Um, you take the dog in for two weeks. And after two weeks, if you're not happy with the dog, they will take the dog back. Wow. But of course, they're going to try to convince you that, you know, obviously... The, the, stick it to, out. Stick it out. You know, the, the first weeks of a puppy's life are probably mm. the most difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I pulled out all my hair, not literally, mm. the first three weeks of when, when Lucy came to live with us. Because, you know... She was whining in the middle of the night. She was crying and barking. Mm. She was scratching at everything. All my wooden doors mangled, my um, chairs and tables, Mm. all the legs bitten off, very difficult. It's it's a huge commitment to look Mm. after a dog, but we would never, never go back and say, Oh, that's great. We we never regretted it. In fact, we're thinking of of getting another dog to keep Lucy company. Not Linus,
0: though. You can't find Linus. No,
2: we we know where Linus is, but he's with another family.
0: I think you make a couple of great points there. The first one is the interview part. Mm. There's a bit of that in the West, but not as much. And I think there's a very clear reason why. For the most part, people in the West are fortunate enough to live in houses with yes. gardens, whereas here, literally 90-odd percent of us live in apartments. So they have to see that you have an apartment that's a su- certain size, size, what floor you're on, how you get there, how, what the prox- proximity is to parks and gardens and yeah. things like that. There's an additional point as well, which you mentioned there, about the whining. Yeah, there has to be a collective effort, and this is where it gets awkward mm. because I remember in my place... There was a, a neighbour on the ground floor who had uh, a big dog. Actually, it was a very big dog. It was like an Alsatian-sized dog. Mm. And it barked and it barked yeah. and it barked and it barked. And I love dogs. Mm. But even I got to the point thinking at some point there's yeah. going to be an issue here because if it's keeping me up and mm. I'm on the other side, I'm not in that block. I'm in a yeah. facing block. And sure enough, the, uh, she got so many complaints, the poor woman, she moved. She moved apartment.
2: Oh my goodness to
0: keep the dog. <laughs> wow. So my point is wow, that that's commitment. Yeah, What well, wonderful woman, but mm. this is the issue isn't it that it's such a delicate situation yeah. in Singapore because we're all living cheek by jowl right. on top of that's each right.
2: other. And it's also really difficult to adopt dogs because HDB has the rule that you can only adopt a small that's dog right. and you can, ad- you can only you uh, can only house a small dog and you can only house I think it's one dog if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure if that's actually the, right. the rule. Yeah. So yeah. one small dog is all you can keep.
0: Which is why I've written about this in my books. I make fun of it. I was in Bukit Timah yesterday and, he, and you're walking up the street and you see these domestic helpers walking dogs the size of a tank. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. it's like, yes, we get it. You live in a house. You have landed property. Well done because you have a dog the size of a horse. Yeah, I've I mean?
2: seen humongous <laughs> dogs. It's, it's a
0: status symbol. It's
1: crazy. Yeah, well, it's when crazy. I was a kid, we had Rhodesian Ridgebacks.
2: Right. So, Lucy looks know, like a is? Rhodesian oh, oh, wow.
1: Ridgeback. A Rhodesian Ridgeback's a bit like a Great Dane. Okay. And we had oh, we l- big. We had Leo, we had Cleo, we had Rabidash, <laughs> And Leo bit my brother Dan. <laughs> so, oh. And Dan, who's uh, turning 50 this year, has got a scar on his face. It's not too bad, actually. Then we got Cleo, who was a female dog, who was less vicious. And then we got Rabidash, But... It was, I was the one that had to take them to dog training classes, and that Brilliant. wasn't much fun when you're 10 year old, 15 or oh, 12 years old. Oh, good for you. Yeah, but it's a, yeah, it's a journey. I think that's yeah. what, what we found out you know, from Colette here, uh, telling us about you know, the tough couple of weeks, but now it's so rewarding for you and, and Yeah, family. you know,
2: I was bitten by a dog when I was six years old. Oh, is that right? By a Singapore special. I was just standing there, walked into a friend's house, my mom's friend's house, and the owner said, oh, he, he had three three dogs, and the owner said, don't move. Don't do anything, just stay still. And I did exactly what he told me to do. Next thing I knew. Ow. <laughs> I got oh bit dear. on my thigh. Happens to oh all of us. Dear. I
0: got bitten by a goose.
2: <laughs> I wish okay, I could that's make a story.
0: That. My, my neighbour was one of those quirky neighbours that kept geese and hamsters oh, and yeah. rabbits, and I got bitten by a goose. But the thing about the dog training, right?
2: <laughs> back of, to dogs. That,
0: yeah, get back to the dog training. Uh, we didn't have money for that sort of thing, and so it was you trained it yourself. And my dog was a beautiful dog. I loved him dearly. He was a Doberman, mm. but he was a brown Doberman with the floppy ear. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, he didn't have the sharp, pointy mm-hmm. Batman ears. Yeah. You know, he had the floppy ears and that. But he had this thing that he'd get so excited, he'd pee up other people, (laughs) right? But in the early days, and I was only about 11, I should never have been allowed to have this dog on my own. Mm. We lived near a big park. And the good thing was, he would run like three quarters of a kilometre, a kilometre, and he would just be a dot. And you could just see him Uh cocking a leg up another man. (laughs) And it was always a man. It was never a tree. And I think it was because the, the people, the other dog owners, they had the scent of their dogs or something. Yes, exactly. So pe- and I'll never forget this. My mother said, he's doing it again. He's- again, it happened that often. He's peeing up another man. <laughs> and my mother, this is the mother, the working class woman I grew up with. I said, my mum, he's peed up a man. What should we do? She said, I'm running. And she, <laughs> and she ran off in the opposite <laughs> direction. trying to go, <laughs> And then he ran back. Oh, yeah, he used to pee up people oh, all the time. All the time. Wonderful. Terrible. I love Terrible. these stories. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> inspirational stories. Get a dog. And a informative.
1: Dog. Don't a have dog. dogs pee up people. Don't buy. Adopt. Yeah. I love these stories of owning dogs. We'd like to thank uh, Colette Wong for her insights this morning. And also, new Neil Humphreys. Do follow uh, Colette on Fox Sports Asia. And this has been Jason, Colette, and Neil in the morning.
0: Woo-hoo. Yeah, she forgot. he forgot my name. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he had I to think yours. twice about <laughs> I mean, I didn't it. i it every week. did forget It's got
1: a nice ring to it, hasn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, what? Jason, Colette, and... Um, um, yeah, that's um, a nice ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the
1: Jason, Colette, and Erm um show. Colette, it's been wonderful. Please come back again soon.
0: Thanks for having me. <laughs> Enjoyed it.